Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the unusually optimistic edition. What? Yes. What? <laughs> I guess that's kind of how you describe our vibes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we're, un- we're always talking about death, but we're <laughs> so happy about it. I just really did not make a case for us at all. Um, but it's true. Yeah, it's, it's so true. true. We talk about the most weirdest, morbid shit, but with a smile. Always. Always a smile. We're fine. I'm fine. (laughs) Totally fine. Uh, Today is (laughs) episode 101. Yay. Yes. Oh, yay. No, it's just, you know, it's it's exciting. I'm excited. (laughs) Episode 101, Creatures in Unexpected Places. My immediate thought is crabs in the butt. It's just (laughs) immediate thought. Immediate thought. Crabs in the butt. It sounds like a song. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, um, like if you like pina coladas, yes. <laughs> getting crabs in your butt. I will. I, that'll always be in my head now. You're welcome. Yeah. And you're welcome to the flock. Yeah. For, oh, that's right. For that little number. I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the uh, crabs in the butt, Marissa Riley. That's me, <laughs> singing about crabs. In the butt. In the butt. Hey. With uh, finger, finger guns. guns. <laughs> Saw that. Um, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome to us. Uh, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about today. Still not sure what it is. Yeah. I know what I want it to be, but mm. I have a feeling it's not. <laughs> Uh, but I am happy to be here. It's not crabs in the butt, but uh, it is as uh, exciting. It is as exciting. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I don't think anything could be more exciting than crabs in the butt. But yeah, Jill is up for the challenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Today we have two spectacular stories about survival. In the first half of the show, we're going to talk about thousands of heroes that have been overlooked by humans for centuries. Oh, That's right. And it's not quite our fault for not noticing them until now, because for starters, they're extremely small and live mostly underground. (laughs) And two, some of them should be on the other side of the world and not in the place we're about to visit. So I know that's vague as fuck, but it's going to get pretty wild. Oh. Oh, they're overlooked by humans. Yes. I thought you said overlooked humans, and I was like, Who's living underground and should be on the other side of the world? Oh, that is confusing. And I was <laughs> like, sorry. this riddle is like, whoops, very uh, different. Yeah. I was like, are we talking about cave creatures? Gnomes again? And fairies? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, Some hobbits? We are going to be in that part of the world, though. So, N- not, not the hobbit, not the hobbit one, oh. but fairies and such. Okay. Fine. (laughs) Uh, After the break, we're going to talk about a completely different animal. We're going to talk about bison. Amazing. Yeah. And Dr. Marissa, when I say bison, what location pops into your head? Uh, America. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Like North America? That's the only place. North America. Yeah, like. In the world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at this point, unfortunately. Just kidding. I'm not one of those Americans. Um. Yeah, I would say North America, yeah. Canada. Yeah. Um, I like you think maybe of, yeah. Africa. There's a probably there's some bison or some 
water oh no it's water buffalo well like yosemite and you think about national parks oh specifically yeah yeah yeah. like uh the middle of of the united states perfect is that that's generally yeah that's generally what we think of i think right in the middle Right in the middle, that creamy middle. Yep. Uh, yeah, so put a pin in that because where some of them are now is going to blow your mind. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So, shall we begin? Yes, All please. right, well, to do so, pack the thickest coat you have. All right. Yeah, we're heading on over to the rugged, rugged? Rugged wild peaks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened there. The rugged wild peaks of the Scottish Highlands. Ah, Hamish! That's right. Are we talking about Hamish today? Hey, uh, Hey, in spirit. Okay. <laughs> I forgot what Hamish is. It's the, a... The cow. It's a cow, but it's a special kind of... It's oh, a Highland cow. That's right. DM me if you know what uh, I'm talking about. Um, yeah. We've had fans reach out about Hamish. We have? Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Fans of Hamish. We have. It's been <laughs> a while. Or was it last week? And I just have that few brain cells working for me right what now. What is time? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so... Uh, so we're in the Scottish Highlands, we're right next to Hamish, and you might also want to bring some gardening tools because we're poking through the dirt within a region called the Cairngorms. 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 Now where is this exactly, and why in God's name are we mucking about the dirt? Yeah. Well, don't worry, I got you. Everyone, picture England. You got it. Above which is Scotland. True. That's true. <laughs> checks out, checks out. Yep. Now point to the northern coast, and there in the heart of the Scottish Highlands, you'll find the Cairngorms, or, quote, the UK's largest national park, which offers masses of things to do, including water sports, snow sports, wildlife washing, uh, and some incredibly high and low level walking and cycling routes, end quote. From the area's website, visit Cairngorms.com. You just listed a lot of things that I yeah. am not into. <laughs> I know, me too. But no. I respect... Yeah those things oh, and yeah. i'm so happy so many people are doing them oh my god so many people so if you Check like yeah. walking in nature you just walk your ass off get the fuck over there get the fuck over there <laughs> i am an indoor cat yes we're indoor cats together yeah uh honestly if you fancy a visit to that website you'll see the avalanche of outdoor what's with me outdoor opportunities this place <laughs> has to offer but make no mistake this place is as wild and unforgiving as it is stunning. Oh. Oh, yeah. We're taking a turn. Dr. Marissa, would you like to see a photo of one area of the Cairngorms? Yes, please. All, right. uh, all photos today will be on our social media stuff, so please come on by and behold the beauty that is the Cairngorms. Oh, this is an excellent picture. Yeah. Um, it, it uh, a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> lives here it's just like rolling green mountain hills yeah something between a mountain and a hill it, it's just it's like the greenest green it there's this beautiful old old bridge yeah like uh carriages knights have walked across oh yeah this bridge it's so made matter. out of stone it, it's got the curve situation going on mm. and under it is like a a Brook. It's a bubbling brook. A bubbling brook. A not quite a river. Not quite a screen a, str- a, s- a stream. <laughs> this is how long it's been since I've really been in the outdoors. Yes. <laughs> it's like sidewalks <laughs> and beds is all I really work with right now. There's water. There's water. There's water. 
<laughs> it's some thin water going on. Um, there's some pink flowers. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Think Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Um, think uh, uh, Middle Earth. Yeah, totally. Think, um, I, I can't just, think of anything Just a else. postcard. An absolute po- picture a perfect. Postcard, yeah. fairies, uh, Zelda and the Ocarina of Time. Whoa. Nice. You pull that a, yeah. out of your crab-filled butt. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I really did. Oh, my God. Yeah, this fo- is a photo of a lovely spring day. But what you don't see in this photo, or rather what you can't feel, is the temperature and wind. Oh, Ooh, yeah. So we are fucking north, my friends. Uh, Dr. Marissa, from the wiki, please tell us a little bit more about this magical place. You got it. All right, let's dig right in. Okay. <laughs> Quote, in terms of height, remoteness, and the severe and changeable weather, Karen Gorms are the most arduous area in the United Kingdom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the plateau area has a tundra climate, and the shattered terrain is more like the high ground in high Arctic Canada or, North, or northern Norway than anywhere in the Alps or Rockies. The lowest recorded temperature in the United Kingdom has twice been recorded in the Cairngorms, <laughs> yep. where a temperature of negative 27.2 degrees Celsius or negative 17 degrees Fahrenheit was recorded on February 11th 1895, hot damn. And January 10th, 1982. Two very different dates. (laughs) Couple of nines and eights switched there. Um, Continuing the quote, the greatest British wind speed of 176 miles per hour has has measured at a Cairngorm summit weather station in January 1993. End quote. This place sucks. (laughs) I mean, it looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah. But the feel, the vibe, the weather is uh, like a, a circle of hell. Yes. Without a doubt. Early circle. Early circle of hell. But not, not a circle of hell. Yeah. I, she sounds bad. Yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah. It sounds like you don't fuck with the Scottish Highlands. Yeah. But for some folks, this place is their jam. I get it. And yeah. some of them really, really, really like to get in there. And that's right. We're going to get in that dirt. So, yeah. I yeah. feel like those people, I understand those people because sometimes I like to run on the treadmill and not turn the air conditioner on. Oh, Just that's... to give myself a challenge. <laughs> So that's basically like the same. Same thing. Exact yeah. thing. We are the same. I am impressed. People. You're a hero. I'm clearly being. Can you tell how sarcastic I'm <laughs> yes, being? Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure. Oh my God. Our yes. listeners know that I am a. <laughs> I am oh my God. A, a weak little baby. Okay. <laughs> so enter Kaylee Ewan, a project manager at the conservation charity Plant Life and a huge number of volunteer hill walkers. What? Yeah. They just. Love to walk them hills. That's so cute. Yeah. Wait, pause for hill walkers. If you're a hill walker, DM us. Yes. I, I call for too many DMs these days, but <laughs> I'm so into that. That actually sounds really lovely and is almost turning me into one. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about thinking about it. That's that's a start. Yeah. That's a start. Uh, just a side note here. All of the names we say today are in Scottish Gaelic, so I had to go down a rabbit hole trying to find out how to pronounce them correctly. Oh, my God. Amazing. Oh, my God. So Kaylee yeah. is pronounced Kaylee. Yeah. But is spelled 
K-E-I-L-I-D-H. Wild. <laughs> there's a D. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Kaylee, there's a D in your name. There is a D in your name, uh, Kaylee. Thank you. So, Dr. Marissa, please tell us where she is and the volunteers. Uh, what are they doing in this beautiful but bonkers place? I would love to talk about it. All right. From Dr. Katie Spalding of iflscience.com, uh, she and quote, volunteer hill walkers were tasked with collecting 219 soil samples at various altitudes from 55 of the 58 Monroes across the Karangorm National Park last summer. Monroes is the term for mountains in Scotland that are over 3,000 feet high. End quote. I love that. Yeah. Big mountains. Monroes. Monroes. You were like, they're not mountains, they're not hills. They're, they're Monroes. Monroes. That's right. That's so, perfect. my friends, these folks literally donned winter jackets and hats and scaled 55 goddamn mountains slash Monroes, and you won't believe who they found living there. Oh, shit. That's right. It's not the cave creatures. No. I know that. <laughs> Those soil samples were sent to James Hutton Institute, and after DNA was extracted and sequenced, they found, drumroll please, 2,748 species of fungus like mushrooms. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's so many. That is a lot. That's a fuck ton yeah. of fungus. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's evidence of nearly 3,000 species from just 219 samples. Oh, my God. Did they use them for, like, medicines and stuff? Uh, probably in the future. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh. We'll get to it. There's a lot we need to figure out. Okay. So, it gets even crazier. Get this. Uh, two of the species found in Scotland shouldn't have even been there as far as we know about them. Oh. Yeah. Amanita groenlandica oh, mm, is an Arctic species found in Greenland. What? And before this study, we've only seen them as far south as Scandinavia, which is like an ocean away from Scotland. Oh, my God. <laughs> how do they get down here? And how do they survive? Probably because right. it's fucking cold. You got it. You absolutely got it. <gasps> The other surprise was finding Acrodontium antarcticum. Oh. And as you can hear in the name, yeah. this, this fungus is supposed to be in Antarctica, which is on the other fucking end of the planet. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> That's the bottom one. It's the bottom one. Not, not that you could call any part of the earth the bottom, but... That's the, she's it's the, the bottom. It's the butt full of crabs. Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Antarctica. Yeah. So, Dr. Marissa, please tell us how. These shrooms survive in the highlands. Oh my god! I which would... you kind of, you kind of, you got you it. Touch the wall. Okay, from iflscience.com, quote uh, that they both ended up in the Karen Gorbs is a testament to the unique local climate of the park. Thanks to its elevation and distance from the sea, it's an exceptionally cold and snowy part of the UK, even for Scotland, making it <laughs> perfect for Arctic alpine plants and fungi, end quote. So yeah, she's a surprising little oasis for yeah. super cold, loving, cold weather loving fungus mm -hmm. you got and it. stuff. Exactly. You perfectly said. Paradise for them. Not for Absolutely. me. No, no. Definitely not for me. They can have it. But I respect you it. You have it. Yes. Please we take all it. need something. And the fungus got this. Amazing. Yeah. So, my friends, that's how bonkers and cold this rugged place is, like we said. Stuff from the Arctic and Antarctic can call it home. But, by the way, there's one last surprise in this teeny sample size. Oh, yeah. A previously unknown species was discovered. <gasps> and it's a member of the Squamanita family. And I have 
no idea what these things are, so I looked it up, yes. and I'm glad I did, because y'all need to see how witchy these mushrooms look. Oh, I love witchy These are witchy some witchy mushroom. motherfucking mu- mushrooms, dude. You know what's crazy? I didn't know. I never thought of the phrase uh, witchy mushroom until right now, and <laughs> I'm instantly in love with whatever you're about to you're gonna, show You're going to say, I've yeah. never a- fall in love with something so quickly. This is a witchy mushroom. Uh, take a look at this photo, and it will be on our social media stuff, so come on by and take a look at this witchy-ass mushroom. Yes. Oh... Yeah. Oh, she's witchy. Yeah, it's great. Oh, she's really witchy. Um, okay, so first yeah. of all, they're gray. They're creepy. They kind of looks. They kind of look like little rocks from the top, but they grow sideways. <laughs> so the little caps are pointing to the yeah. side, and they have little stems that are really long, kind yeah. of like witch nails exactly. or something like that. And it's just amazing. It's so cool. Y'all have to see this yeah. picture. Highly recommend. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do something amazing here and uh, make a Marvel reference. Stop it. Yeah. I'm going to make my own Marvel, re- Marvel, re- <laughs> Marvel reference. Let me see if I can guess. Yeah. Is it Agatha Harkness? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Right? Her fingers. Her fingers. This is exactly what her fingers look like. Yeah. Because her fingers are black on the tip and the stem yeah. of these is actually kind of like a... Violet, smoky, black. Smoky, yeah. It's it's so crazy. Yeah. An ombre situation is kind of happening Ooh. here, so I, I fucking love it. It's it's really incredible. Uh, FYI, the family of this species is nicknamed the Strangler. I love it even more. <laughs> Thanks to its method of survival. Uh, it's a parasitic fungus that lives off other fungus, but, you know, whatever. Respect. Uh, <laughs> do what you gotta do. Yeah. It's a hard place to live. Yeah. So, you may also be thinking... Why? Why should we even care there's a seemingly whole other universe in the soil here? Well, Plant Life's uh, Kaylee Ewan, the project manager, said, quote, there are more living organisms in just one teaspoon of soil than there are people on the planet. Oh, my God. (gasps) I know. Oh, my God. And soil biodiversity is a hugely important role. And soil biodiversity has a hugely important role to play in the functioning of ecosystems. Andrea Britton, a plant ecologist at the James Hutton Institute, agreed and said it best to IFL, quote, fungi are crucially important to the functioning of our alpine ecosystems. But because they are mostly hidden below ground and because alpine ecosystems are remote and difficult to access, we know very little about the distribution and diversity of fungi in this iconic habitat. So quick thought, just like when we were describing, and this is like a very basic thought and I'm probably off on this but like when we were describing the weather and the temperatures and all of these terrible elements in um this area I was like that's so crazy that like all of this stuff is going on but still this grass is so fucking green and everything is thriving in this area it literally looks like a place where you could walk around in a t-shirt and like lie in the grass yeah and it's all due to all of these am fungi. I, am I right by connecting those two? Yeah, that's why it's so oh, alive. thanks, fungi. <laughs> that's why it's so alive, yeah. So cool. uh, continuing her quote, the data from this survey will add significantly to our knowledge of this vital group and can be used to start identifying which habitats and locations are particularly important for conservation of fungal diversity, end quote. Oh, yeah. I love this. So... As the planet starts to warm up, studies like this can help protect these areas. And as you can tell by the sheer number of surprises, we don't know much about 
this area or the fungi themselves. Yeah. So let's not lose them before we get to know them. Yeah, they could cure cancer or wrinkles. You never know. Or <laughs> acne scars. Very important. Or um, what are what's a problem? Oh, uh, everything. Every, yeah. <laughs> they could um, cure everything. They could cure war. <laughs> yes. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, after the break. Yes. We're staying in the UK, but heading to Southeast England. Ooh. There's doings afoot to stop climate change in that area, and you'll want to stick around to see which four-legged friend is going to help. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. Stay tuned. Please do. And we're back. We are so back. <laughs> we are so back. <laughs> and Dr. Marissa, when I asked you what location comes to mind when I said bison, you said... America! <laughs> I don't know where this energy is coming from. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people think North America. That's where we've seen them roam. Maybe you've seen them in person, in national parks, or in films, or documentaries, or whatever. But on the morning of July 18th, in a countryside county mm-hmm. called Kent, England, mm-hmm. this happened. Okay. Ooh. Dr. Marissa, I'd like to play you a little video, yes. as provided by The Guardian. Uh, please tell me what you see here. Oh my god, I can't And I'll, pr- I'll have some stills from the video. Uh, as well. So come on by our social media stuffs. But here is what took place. Let's do it. Okay. So uh, the caption is wild bison released into Kent countryside. I see uh, some folks, they're wearing polos. They're releasing a giant bison from what looks like some sort of container. Um, It's got little horns. It's just huge. It's got a little collar. It's gorgeous. And they're just letting it go. Yeah. Um, I'm not reading the captions. Do you, should I be reading the captions? Yeah, Does she have any uh, friends? She has friends! Yeah. She is joined by two friends who are a little bit smaller than her. Yeah. And they're really cute. Yeah, they're, they're really cute. If you don't know what a bison looks like, uh, definitely Google it. But it's also like a really big cow with horns. Yeah. Or um, are they horns? Totally horns. They're horns. Yeah. So it's like a gorgeous <laughs> double cow. And by devil, I mean that as a compliment. Oh, absolutely. I just bought a hat that says Satan loves me, loves you. And uh, yeah. I don't even like hats. So <laughs> I just had to talk just about myself to, for a you second. You wanted to spread the good word. <laughs> always. Yes, always about my good friend. Um, anyways, but yeah. <laughs> These bison were gorgeous. Yeah. It looked like they were letting them into the wild. It looked yes. like they were handling it very well. Yeah, they looked right at home. They looked right at home. I'm glad there were a few of them so they would all be able to like trauma bond together. That's right. It's a very cute little group. It's yeah. Big it's group. Sorry. They yeah. were huge. They were big ladies. Yeah, we'll get into it. So from Damien Carrington and Nicola Davis of The Guardian, uh, on the day before my glorious birthday, quote Three gentle giants wandered out of a corral in the Kent countryside to become the first wild bison to roam Britain for thousands of years. Aww, and that End was quote. the day before your birthday. Right. Oh my July gosh, 18th. they wanted to celebrate. <laughs> so this is a big fucking deal, not only for my birthday, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot of questions like yeah. what and why now and where the fuck is Kent? Well, my friends, imagine England. You got it. Right? In the lower right-hand corner is London. Yeah. And to the southeast of London is Kent. Fuck yeah. And up until a thousand years ago, European bison used to call this area home. And I think we can 
take a swing at why they're not there anymore. Yeah, I could take a few yeah. swings at yeah, that. I think so, um, too. Yeah. It's the people. Yeah, the people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, although beautiful places like the Scottish Highlands exist, quote, the UK is one of the most nature-depleted countries in the world. Oh. End quote from The Guardian. And some people here are like, you know what? Enough is enough. So the question is, why bison? Yeah. Dr. Marissa from The Guardian Tell us what the hell is going on here. I would love to talk about it. Also, when I said, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy the bison oh, yeah. are going out to the wild. But I am curious why they chose them. Mm-hmm. All right. Quote, the aim for the animals, natural behavior. The aim is for the animals. I got this. Yeah. Natural behavior to transform a dense commercial pine forest into a vibrant natural woodland. Their taste for bark will kill some trees and their bulk will open up trails, letting light spill onto the forest floor while their love of rolling around in dust baths will create more open ground. Same. All <laughs> Very relatable. Yeah. All this should allow new plants, insects, lizards, birds, and bats to thrive. End quote. I think this is exciting, but at yeah. the same time, that's a big pressure to oh, put I know. on these bison. I don't know if the bison know that. <laughs> that um, don't tell them. This forest <laughs> depends on them. Yes. And that yeah. they need to eat the bark and roll in the, the sand baths or whatever. Yeah, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. So my friends, these three bison who we'll meet, <laughs> who we'll meet in a second, are part of the very British named Wilder Bleen Project. Oh. Led by the Kent Wildlife Trust and the, and the Wild, Wildwood Trust. Oh. Uh, according to IFL Science, this is a rewilding experiment. Oh, I love that word. Mm, oh, rewilding. Yes. I'm going to use that incorrectly in a sentence (laughs) many times in the next week (laughs) Um, so this is a rewilding experiment to see how much the bison can restore the ecology of the area and hopefully bring many positive benefits to other species living in the surroundings quote the restoration of naturally functioning functioning ecosystems is a vital and inexpensive tool in tackling the climate crisis said evan bowen jones ceo at kent wildlife trust We want Wilder Bleen to mark the beginning of a new era for conservation in the UK. We need to revolutionize the way we restore natural landscapes, relying less on human intervention and more on natural engineers like bison, boar, and beaver. End quote. Shout out to beavers. Shout out to beavers. I also like went from not fully under, I mean, like getting the plan to like liking the plan. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I, I love this. Like we don't need to like, like, yeah, let's, Please. let someone else do the work. Let, yeah. First of all, yeah, less work for us. Second yeah. of all, like, there's nothing more natural than nature Yep, being nature. That's pretty cool, right? Am I ignorant? That yep. just sounds really good. It's perfect. It is absolutely perfect. I'm into it. So who are our heroes? Yeah. Well, the matriarch and leader of the herd is an older female from the Highland Wildlife Park in Scotland. The other two bison are two young females from Fota Wildlife Park in Cork, Ireland. Oh. Uh, Donovan Wright, one of two new bison rangers employed by the project, describes the matriarch as, quote, very, very calm. She's very confident. We cannot have asked for a better matriarch, end quote. Oh, my God. Goals. I would I love know. to be calm and confident. <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, Good for her. One day. So (laughs) about this time, 
uh, mid-August. They'll be joined by a young bull from Germany. Uh, his arrival was delayed, thanks to, you guessed it, import complications related to Brexit. Oh, God damn it. But hopefully he's made it there, and a few of them are hopefully in the process of falling in love. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Marissa, how are we checking in on these bison and... What are their digs like? Uh, what do we expect them to, to do also, naturally? Oh my gosh, I'm very curious. Yeah. Okay, from The Guardian, quote, the three females were fitted with tracking collars, an approach that will allow the team to plot the animal's movements and glean insights into the plants they interact with. Bison are like giant seed banks. As they move, they collect seeds and they also disperse seeds along the root. Uh, in parentheses, poop. Yeah, I added that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I love this article. It's just really like <laughs> tell it it, telling it like it is. Yeah. I thought that would be helpful. That it, it helped me. Um, okay, continuing the quote. At first, the females will have a five-hectare double-fenced area to explore, but this will increase to 50 hectares when the bull arrives. Uh, the animals will eventually have access to 200 hect hectares. You got it. Hectares. Uh, the rangers will. Uh, the rangers expect the bison to breed with females producing one calf a year, uh, and the wilder bleen site is licensed for up to 10 animals. In future, they hope to provide bison to other sites in the UK as well as exchanging animals across. Europe, end quote. This sounds like a plan. Sounds like a great fucking sounds plan. Sounds like a great plan. Just, Guys, it's, it's a great plan. <laughs> it's, it's also kind of like a chill plan. Like, yeah. they're not like forcing them into a cage to breed. They're no. just like, you know what? Here's a forest. Yeah. Have fun. It just sounds do. more like a fun reality show that we're not watching. Oh, so that's great. Life. Yeah, it's cool. Oh my God, it's life. It's life, y'all. It's life. They gave them life. All they have uh, to do is eat and poop. Uh, Sign me up. God, yes. This sounds great. Mm. No, I don't want to live in the woods. Never mind. <laughs> so my friends, everything old is new again. And if there's a country that loves old shit, it's the UK. Yeah. Uh, congrats to them for taking this amazing step forward. Yeah. And, and here's to the bison for reclaiming what's theirs. Fuck yeah. Go get them. Go get them, ladies. That's right. That's right. Go get them. Go get that bark. And that... Roll around. Roll around. Roll around in your filth. It's great. Yeah, chill out. Enjoy... That's right. I don't know what else. Your hectares. Your hectares. <laughs> and thank you for listening, oh. rating, subscribing, telling your friends about the stuff that grows underground in Scotland. You know, give them a half-assed story. Yeah. Make it scary. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> tell, them tell them to enjoy. Yeah. And tell them you're, you heard it here. And please, stay interesting. Please do.